Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarcasm Speaks, Jared Bob here, Manacha. Uh, Patriots suck. They just lost. They're terrible. Uh, no surprise there, though. But, uh, you know, whatever. They're they're going to be probably one in seven and in contention for one of the top draft picks in the draft. So uh, Drake May, Caleb Williams, who knows? We'll see. Um, you said you got something. You I mean, I can just with? start us out with a, with a nice rant. So yesterday, All I right. drove. Uh, I drove. I so I had to drive through Boston. It's been a while. Haven't drove through Boston in a while. <clears throat> so I leave my place. Twenty. It's a twenty mile drive. I don't know how long it's supposed. To, I think without traffic, it takes like 33, 35 minutes, something like that. So I leave. Get to the highway. Drive by the fur, but drive by the on or drive to the on ramp. On ramp's closed. Like, okay, cool. Uh, let's get the GPS on. So I'm driving straight and get over to the next on ramp. That on ramp's closed. So now I'm driving in Dorchester, past JFK, to Columbia Road, whatever that rotary is. Yeah, Columbia Road. And finally get on the get on the highway over there. And I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm happy I'm on, but like, what the fuck would I have done if that exit was closed too? Like, was yeah. I literally going to have to drive all back road? Well, first of all, there, if that exit was closed, I was turning around. Yeah, I mean, if that exit was closed, you would have had to go up through Southie and like get on by, um, I forget the name of the road, but it's like exit 16 or something. It's like right by where you get off to go to the, um, the airport. It's like Albany um, Street. You would have had to go all the way up. You would have had to go like continue up through Morrissey Boulevard into South Boston, right? And then go across the bridge from Southie back over towards Albany Street. And then you would have got on the highway, basically like right in front of the tunnel. So again, we have, so we avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I get to Medford, whatever, no big deal. So I check the GPS. It's like, I don't even know what time of the morning. But my mother had the carpets clean. So I went up there to help her with a couple things, but like there was no point of staying. Can't stay in the house. The carpets are soaking wet. Right. So I basically just effectively turned around and left. Um, I don't know, 9.45 or so. Check the GPS, 40 minutes. There's already <laughs> some traffic. I'm like, well, I got to go now because if I wait any longer, I'll be going to... Uh, drive through Arlington to Route 2 to take 95 home, which is fine. I just really didn't want to do that. So that 40 minutes definitely starts taking more than 40 minutes because lo and behold, traffic starts right out of the tunnel. <laughs> Come to find out, they were street sweeping the highway. At 10 a.m. on a Saturday. Fun. That's 10 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> That's a good time to do it. And now, you know, 
Is it inconvenient? Yeah, it is. Worst thing ever? No. But then I look on the other side of the highway, which coming north was the issue with all my on-ramp stuff. And they're like paving and working on the road. They're down to one lane. (laughs) At 10 a.m. on a Saturday. Have you tried to get through Boston at 11 a.m. on a Saturday? Yeah. Yep. Takes fucking forever, right? Yeah, it's not great. It's usually not great. All day, honestly. There is no good... Well, I would say like 9 a.m. or before. Like anytime before 9 a.m. on a Saturday, you should be okay. Well, if I could have gotten on my on-ramp... Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been fine. But for seven, some for some reason, 15. Anytime after 9 a.m. on a Saturday, it's impossible to get through Boston. Like you said, like 10, 10.30 in the morning, there's fucking traffic. Heinous. Like, what are we doing? It's Saturday. Yep. Well, again, it's just, you just can't, you can't get anywhere. But I just laugh because someone somewhere decided... Yep. Let's do this on a Saturday. Both projects. Let's do both of them on a Saturday. Let's have them go on at the same time. And so not only is the, are you whoever's working that, they're getting paid probably double time. Yep. It's because it's a weekend rate. They were probably paying fucking crazy money anyway. And they picked absolutely and utterly not the worst time because I, w- I would imagine uh, 7.30 on a weekday would be the worst yeah, time. It would probably be the worst time, yeah. Uh, but I'm just like street sweeping. Or street three sweeping. or three o'clock on, on a weekday, three in the afternoon. Street either, sweeping? Either where, where street sweeping the highway? The highway. 10 a.m. on a Saturday? Yeah. Do it at Was it just six. one or was it like for them across? Uh, no, so it's just one because you don't need to street sweep the middle. Yeah. So it's um, there was like a convoy on the right. Um, it was probably like eight or so trucks, sweeper, sweepers, people, cars. Like, oh wow, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, it's like it's fucking stupid. You got people like sweeping, so hand people are hand sweeping, <laughs> so that the street sweeper can come and get it all. That's nuts. You know what? That kind of makes me wonder if there was an accident there. I don't and then know. They're like I, trying to clean up because it does seem very odd to me. Couldn't couldn't tell you. I didn't know we. I didn't think we street swept the highways. Yeah, yeah. That's why I feel like maybe there was an accident and they have to clean up like broken glass or like pieces of car or something. Maybe. But yeah, I I don't know. That I'll tell you seems one th- very fucking so, odd. I'll tell you one thing though. Coming south, or I'm sorry, when I was going north, so looking at south wasn't backed up. They weren't street sweep sweeping the street. So yeah, I think something like that was planned by some asshole, probably. But then on the other side. That's like, because again, the street sweeper is no big deal. The only reason I'm even bringing this up is because it was happening at the same time. Literal. And it was inconveniencing you both ways. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if, um, 
I wonder if like the reason I couldn't get on my exit is because they were doing that work further. So, oh, yeah. That so I wonder sense. if that's why, because where they were working, I did not. I did drive by that on the highway and it was not an issue. This is all like outside like the New England Carpenter Center. Like that's where all this was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, we're we're paving and fixing roads and shit like that. Saturday, 10 a.m. Yeah. It's like. I thought you did shit like this at like 11 p.m., like 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah, you do it overnight when there's no one on the road. And like, yeah, for the few people that it does inconvenience, you can usually like maneuver around still. The only thing. Yeah, the street sweeping, that can certainly be done overnight. The only thing I'm not sure of is paving the roads if it needs to be a certain temperature. Because right now, like it is dipping into like the the low fifties and high to mid forties overnight. So let's. So I don't know play, if you can like let's play the game. Lay, as, lay asphalt when it's forty five degrees outside. So I'm no uh, I'm no paving expert. So let's just pretend we are. Yeah. Like, like you know, like how everyone else speaks, they're fucking experts in everything except. <laughs> Like what they might act like they might actually be an expert in something, but they like pretend they're yeah. experts in everything. Oh yeah, no, I know, I, I know that. So we'll be we'll be um expert uh asphalters for a second. Yeah. I'm definitely with you. There is definitely a temperature that's too cold because right. as far as I know, no one gets driveways paved or anything in the unless winter it's the summer. in New England. Yeah, yeah. So there's definitely a temperature. I find it hard to believe that 45 would be too cold. Because 45, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cold, but it's not that cold. Yeah, that's fair. If it were, if we're talking like freezing, like if it was getting down to 32 overnight. Yeah, if it's like 35 like that, degrees. Then I would imagine, yeah, there's going to be some problems. And it's like... Well, if 45 is a problem, got to remember, it was probably only like fucking 53 at that time of day. Yeah. Now, it is warmer on the highway, whatever, but like ambient, it wasn't that warm on Saturday. Or I mean, I think it eventually got there, but it probably got there by like noon, one, two, three o'clock. Right. Not at 9 a.m. So on a road that already sucks sucks can't do anything can't maneuver anywhere 10 a.m they decide that they're gonna work on this shit it's just like who the fuck is in charge of these things like yeah, who decides um, like, who decides this stuff it's so bad that i've like permanently punted on 93 unless i actually have to be in boston i like even like when i go to cambridge now when i have to be in cambridge i go back roads like i go all the way up it depends. I kind of like judge the traffic. I either go by you and like into Cambridge through like Mattapan and that oh way. Oh my God. What a or fucking... I go by Bill. Like I get off and I go through JP up the Jamaica way uh, into Brookline and then like over the BU bridge. And then that puts me right in Cambridge. It's like, that's usually how I go to Cambridge because I refuse to sit in two plus hours of traffic on 93 because it's that fucking terrible 
And like, it may only save me like 15 minutes, but at least like going like the Jamaica way, like I'm moving, right? Like I hit the occasional red light here and there, but like, I'm not at a dead stop on the highway for fucking 10 minutes at a time. So yeah, like anytime, like if I'm going to New Hampshire, like if I'm going to my mom's or something, like I just go 95. Like I get on 95 here and just stay on 95 the whole way. Like I, I'm like, I'm not touching 93, like unless I have to. Yeah. And anytime I go like North shore, that always want, it always wants me to go 93. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. Cause yeah, no matter what, even if like the GPS gives you the clear by the time you actually get to the trouble spots, it might not be clear anymore. Right. And it happens that fucking fast. Yeah. It does. I don't know. They got to blow up. Truthfully, you just blow up Boston. <laughs> Start over. Well, they thought they were going to on Friday. Did you hear all that craziness? Yeah. No. I I know what you're speaking of, but no, I didn't pay any attention to it. Yeah. It was like, I think on Wednesday of last week or something like that, uh, or some point last week. The former head of Hamas, I think, or whatever, um, or the former president of Palestine, or whatever he's—he's he's the former of whatever he used to do. Um, he came out and called for an international day of jihad on Friday, um, and everyone was like flipping out, right? Like everyone's like. Oh, this is fucking bad. They're going to blow up fucking major cities, like all this stuff. And it's like, okay, I mean, we'll see, right? Like, I, we'll see. You know, like there's, there's no reason to be like freaking out over it, right? Like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where, yeah, like someone can come out and say that, obviously. But the the other part too, and again, this goes back to what you said, everyone's a fucking expert and everything. So like everyone became an expert in like fucking foreign policy. And they were like, oh, this is the the president of Palestine or like the head of Hamas or again, whoever he was is saying this. And it's like, uh, all it takes is what quick Google search to know that this is like the former head of whatever the fuck he was involved in right like he he like stopped being the leader of whatever fucking thing he was the leader of in like 2016 i think or something like that so like this guy hasn't really been in power in like seven years and he just made a video that was like yeah we should do an international day of jihad on friday because fuck israel and it's like am am i am i the only one who is like I don't want to diminish, you know, a terrorist attack because when they happen, they're fucking it's awful. Like it right. really is. Right. But am I the only one who's missing the boat on if Palestine is actively at war with Israel or whatever we're calling this? They're actively fighting. I don't know if it's technically a war. It should be a war. I, I think it know, is. Whatever. I think technically Israel is declared war. Declared war. Yeah. Okay. Well, Palestine can't declare shit because they're not a real country. So anyway, that's true. So they can declare whatever they'd like. <laughs> um, so when Palestine, or when allegedly, you know, the leader, oh, the leader of Palestine, you know, no, yeah. seven yeah. years ago he was, but 
It's like, oh, you know what we should do on Friday? International Day of Jihad. Yeah, why not? And it's like, wouldn't the Palestinians be like, we're a little busy? You know, Israel's Israel's blowing our shit up right now. Yeah, you would think. But I, I think the point of it was like it was a call to all Muslims across the world. Which is, I mean, yeah, now it, again, we say this, and like, there certainly are people that would that would do that, but like, like that's, 80, it's, 85% of Muslims just like regular people. Yes, yes, that and that's what I'm alluding pray to. towards Mecca and celebrate yeah. Rosh Hashanah. So that's that's what I'm getting at. Is well, not Rosh Hashanah, but Ramadan. Ramadan. Um, ah, Rosh Hashanah is Jewish, so if uh, it's like very presumptive of these people to think that like just because you're muslim and you live in like fucking ohio like you're just gonna wake up one day and be like oh the guy that used to run hamas said that we need to have an individual uh uh, international day of jihad i think i'm gonna go blow up my local supermarket well i'm like Like, that's like is like you said like is a regular old muslim gonna be like oh i'm gonna throw on a fucking suicide vest and go fuck shit up like I know they're, they're, they're just normal people. Yeah. Well, like and I'm again, trying to think like most what, like, of so them, there if, certainly are uh, some group that would do that. Right. Because yeah. terrorist attacks do happen. Um, but like you said, like, uh, so many it's things gotta wrong. be at least 85% of Muslims are just regular old fucking people. That's what I'm trying to like. There's, there's so many things wrong with this like notion and people being like, Oh my God. So it's like, if you don't have to be in a very public place, should you go to one? Probably not. Right. Like, but if you have to, you have to. Yeah. Kind of is what it is. Like, this is the thing. So let, let's just pretend that I have a neighbor who's Muslim. Wife, two kids, a dog. Say he works at a bank. And yeah. it's like. What, what what's gonna happen? It's like his, his cousin's gonna call him, be like, "Oh, dude, did you hear the news?" It's like, "Oh, no, what?" It's like, "Oh, well, this fucking clown called for a jihad." He goes, "Ah, oh, shit." Goes, "All right, I'll go to the basement. I guess I go have to go fucking blow up a school now." Like, yeah, that's not yeah. how it works, right? Right. Like the Muslims are gonna look at him, be like, "Oh, great, this fucking guy again." Yeah, and not for nothing go. either. But like most terrorist attacks are planned for like months, that's if not. Was years. gonna be my next. That was gonna be In my advance. next point. But, but like even still, it's like for like we look at call it like the extreme left or the extreme right of white people, and we look at them like wow, these people are fucking assholes. Now imagine like a regular Muslim that just lives their life, and yeah. you got this fucking guy being like, yeah. oh, International Day of Jihad. He goes, great. <laughs> now he goes, yeah. I was, you know, I had Friday off. I was gonna go play eighteen holes in the morning. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna get some grocery shopping done, and I was gonna go to Lowe's. Yeah. And now I'm gonna fucking spend my day getting stared at. Yeah. By fucking stupid ass white people. Yep. Because this fucking asshole had to run his fucking mouth. You know, I may as well just fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, that was my other thing was. If you're going to if you were going to like carry out a real and effective terrorist attack, especially in a major city, 
months, if not years. Yeah, you don't plan that in a couple of days. Like a guy doesn't drop a video on Monday and then Friday they blow up the World Trade Center. Yeah, or right? it's like, like that's not how that works. Yeah, you, you can't just like <laughs> fucking Amazon Prime like a bunch of fucking TNT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, like, oh, I got seven more payments left on this Audi. It's really unfortunate that I have to drive it into a garage and blow it up now. It's like, no, it's yeah. not how this shit works. Yeah. So it's like, again, like, you know, there's certain things like if you don't feel comfortable going to like, you know, the busiest part of the city near you, then don't. And if you don't have to, then don't. And no yeah. big deal. But at the other time, too, it's like you can't just sit there and like freak out over every little thing. Yeah. Never mind if we really, truly go back to the actual root issue of what's going on right now. Palestine or Hama, whatever, it's all the same shit. One group of people went at another group of people who have been going at each other for fucking thousands of years. For, since the beginning of fucking time, these people have fucking hated each other. Yeah, we went over that in, the, I think that was the last episode, right? Whatever. It was a group of people on the, the on eastern, one side. eastern side of the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah, we, like, did, we did that whole rundown. They hate each other. Yeah. They're like, that's what they're, they're doing that over there. Yeah. Stop making this like an international thing. Because ultimately what it comes back to, Michaela and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. She was asking me some questions, just like clarification. This comes down to land in what most of the world recognizes as Israel. Yes. Now, there's a select few people who don't recognize Israel as Israel, so whatever. It comes down to the land. Blowing up a building in fucking a major city in, that is not in Israel doesn't get them any closer to what they want currently. Right. So how does that make any damn sense? But no, some fucking guy with a fucking video camera. <laughs> ran his fucking mouth yeah so obviously friday comes and goes and big surprise nothing, nothing happens. happens and what's the first thing that everyone gets on on twitter and starts saying oh oh it was ai everyone got duped by ai it wasn't even the real guy that wasn't the oh that, the God. guy wasn't even the one that, that did a video it was created by ai and it's like how do you know that? And regardless, like, who gives a shit whether it was real or not real? Like, nothing happened, right? And like you said, like, yeah, if, if, if you know, a video comes out real or not real, regardless, and you don't feel comfortable going somewhere and you don't have to, then don't. Oh. Just stay home. But like some people, and I saw some people on Twitter saying this too, like, and they have a valid point. Is like if everyone decides to stay home that day and like is scared or whatever, then like they win, right? Like they being like the terrorists. And it's like, yeah, I understand that point. And like some of the people were saying was because classic America, they were like, go out and like just make sure you bring your guns with you. Like we're like continue about your normal everyday life, but like make sure you have your gun on you. And it's like that is a very American thing to like do and say, but like, I think that's probably the way to go about it. Like if you do own one and you are going to go somewhere and that's uh, the situation, like you should probably be prepared. Right. Like. It's but, like the time in high school that I went to, I went to school on bomb, bomb threat day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I still, you know, still went. Some people stayed home. Fine. Like we had quite a few of those. I would say there was at least one every year I was in high school. Yeah. So I wonder what I only remember the one like real like this one. This one was I don't want to say it was real. I want to say it was concerning. Like they let us know the day before. Um yeah. You know, it was like it was going to be a excused. Yeah, it was going to be an excused absence if you didn't go, or like if you did whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like one of those things. Like, if you think logically, even about like a bomb threat, if someone really, really wants to blow up a school, and like they're doing it maliciously with the intent to hurt people. Why would they call in a threat? Yeah, they're not going to call. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It never made any sense. I never understood. Like, that was, like, even, like, stupid me as a kid. Right. When you learn what a bomb threat is, it's like, why would you do that? Right. Now, if you're, like, hijacking an airplane, I understand why you would have a bomb threat. Because you have something to gain out of that. Yeah. If you call in a bomb threat early on a school, what do you have to gain if it's a legitimate threat? Right. Now, I still think the administrators and the police and the FBI, whoever it is, you do need to do your due diligence because if you do nothing being like, who would call one in early? (laughs) And then you sit there and be like, oh, shit, they didn't didn't react to my threat. It's off. Right. Like it's going now. Right. So it's like. Right. I don't know. There's just like a lot of uh there's just a lot of um logical issues, which that that I mean you could just describe society today. Which is as most yeah logical issues most of the things. And yeah, it's it, and this is the thing though, like it sucks. But like there's just certain things you like can and can't control. So like especially like terrorist attacks, like Listen, you got to trust the intelligence in D.C. to fucking have that shit under control. Yeah. Because if the news is telling you to be careful, then there's nothing to – there's almost like if the news is telling this to you, there's nothing to be afraid of. If D.C. all of a sudden like, you know, deploys a bunch – deploys like the National Guard and starts fucking doing some stuff and you don't know why. Yeah. That would – that's usually the time concerning concerning yeah yeah things get concerning yeah yeah like oh the national grid's gonna uh national grid yeah <laughs> yeah the electric company is gonna be deployed yeah national anytime Gar- you hear oh. oh it's just a training exercise yeah that was yeah that's what i was gonna say is oh we're hey we're gonna uh we're gonna deploy uh the national guard nationwide just just for training yeah like that doesn't sound like training yeah <laughs> Well, that's that was part of the thing that FEMA emergency response. Did your phone did your phone go off? I think all phones went off at two o'clock like last week or two weeks ago. Oh, I was on the golf course, I think. It was like uh it was a whole thing. And then people were freaking out because some people like it went off at 157 and everyone was like tweeting and being like, I was gonna turn my phone off, but it went off three minutes early and I had to listen to it. It's like, dude, who gives a fuck? You just you hit the one you hit one button on your phone and it stops making the noise, right? Like whatever. Um but everyone was like 
getting all conspiratorial about that. They were like, what are they prepping us for? They're getting us ready for World War III. Or the, my favorite one was they're getting us ready for an alien invasion. <laughs> tell you right now, there ain't nothing the government can do for a fucking alien invasion. I yeah. fucking promise you that. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Like Amy and I were just watching this show in called Invasion on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, and it's kind of the first show on there that wasn't like a absolute fucking grand slam. Um, it's not bad. It's not a bad show, but it's just kind of weird and it's slow. And it's one of those shows where there's like multiple different storylines of like people all over the world. Cause it's effectively, it's not effectively, it is an alien invasion. So like they follow people in like London and then they follow people in Japan um, and then there's like U.S. military in the Middle East that like shit's going on. And then there's people in uh, New York. So it's like following what, one, two, three, four different storylines. And it takes like three or four episodes to like get going because there's so many different storylines. But like for what it is, I think it does a pretty good job of showing what really would happen if there was an alien invasion throughout the world, because like people just lose their shit and like, they just go nuts and it's, it's pretty funny. Like in a, I guess in a dark humor kind of way, but um, it seemed like the end, the, the show itself again, like the aliens were kind of weird, kind of dumb. Um, but like the commentary, the more on like the commentary of how people would react during an alien invasion, I think was probably more accurate there. But um, yeah, like you said, like there's there ain't nothing the government's going to do. Like sending out a fucking FEMA text on your phone is useless in an alien invasion. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, heads up, there's aliens. Yeah, yeah. Like, what would it say? <laughs> yeah. Like, go to your basement? Yeah, like... Yeah, it'd be like the tornado warning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just have to hope that fucking... They don't go where you live. I mean, if they show up, I'll just be like, hey, you know, like, I don't have a lot of skills, but I can probably help you with something if you want. <laughs> I'll be a slave for you. <laughs> Not even a slave. It's just like, yeah, man, like I'll help you. Like, I'm not a good like I'm not a good worker. I don't have a lot of skills. I kind of mouth off too much. But like <laughs> I'll help. Yeah. I mean, it's it's over with now. Like Yeah. <laughs> you guys you guys are here. Like you ain't going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so well, speaking of uh conspiracies, this has been floating around uh the internet and actually um ross patterson from the drinking bros um posted about it so i don't know if you have been following um but i'm sure some of our our you know watchers on youtube or listeners out there have followed um the powerball recently no so what's it, what's it at uh it was just at 
like almost two billion, I think. Um, let me see if I can pull up Ross's tweet. Yeah. Um, it was one point seven six five billion. So <clears throat> he so he retweeted this, and it's a list of the 10 largest Powerball jackpots of all time. They all have to be recently, right? I've, I've never heard of some of these numbers. Yes. The furthest back is 2016. So they're all 2016 or later. Um, so I will start with the number 10. Um, so number 10 was like 688 million in October of 2018. And the winners, there were two winners in Iowa and New York. Uh, the next one is 600, we'll call it 700. It's 699.8. So we'll call it 700 million in October of 2021. In winner was in California. Then it was 731 in January of 21, winner in Maryland. Uh, 754 in 2023 in Washington state. Uh, the sixth overall, these are all in the 700s. The, the the numbers don't really matter. But so the sixth overall was in 2017. Winner was in Massachusetts. Uh, fifth overall was in 2019. Winner was in Wisconsin. Now, let me know if you start to notice a pattern here. Uh, these, these, so now that those bottom six, the, the, so the fifth overall, the winner in Wisconsin in 2019 was 768 million. The next four are the the remaining four largest Powerballs ever hit. These are all a billion or more. So 1.08 billion in July of 2023, winner California. 1.6 billion, uh, January of 2016, winners three winners in California, Florida, and Tennessee. Uh, number two, this was last week, 1.8 billion. Uh, last week, again, winner, California. Uh, number one overall, $2.04 billion in November of 2022. Winner, California. So <laughs> I'm gonna, so I'm gonna throw out the obvious. And I want you to then tell me what the other side of the argument is. Yes. So I know what people are going to try to do here. Like, oh, something's fishy, California. So Powerball isn't in every state. I don't know how many states it is in. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how many. How many I don't know how many states it is not in. Obviously, it's in Florida, Texas. I assume it's in New York. Um. Yeah. Whatever. Obviously, California has the biggest population. Oh, wow. 45 states. So there's only five there's states. There's only five missing. Okay. I So then I assume like New York and Illinois and Pennsylvania, like whatever, like the higher populated states are. I'm sure they all have it. But yeah, it looks like the only ones that don't are Nevada, Utah, Alabama. And I don't know where their other ones are because there's only three states that are gray. Alaska and Hawaii? Yeah, probably Alaska and Hawaii. That makes so, sense. So 
Okay, so none of those are really like highly populated states. Yeah. Or let, they're not going to like break any records for high high population. Right. Um. So the odds of someone from California winning are always going to be higher because there are more people in California. Thus, there are more opportunities. Right. Now, that's me just going off of numbers that we have. We don't have player data. Like maybe New York has the most amount of Powerball players. Don't know. But I know that the mo- the state with the most amount of people is California. Right? It's not right. is it or is it New York? Uh well, it's no, gotta it's, be California. It's, it's California. Yeah, okay. So mathematically, you would think that California has high, higher odds of hitting. Now, mathematically, they shouldn't have the top four and like what was it, six of ten? Yeah. Seems odd. But yeah, so what so what's uh what's the prevailing theories on this one? The prevailing theory is that there's a conspiracy to have the Powerball winner happen in California. Oh, because the taxes are higher. Because the tax they they're the state with the highest taxes in the country. So yeah, okay, that makes sense. So the money goes back the money goes to the government. Yeah. I like that one. That one's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just looked it up. There are 40 million people that live in the state of California, and there's 350 million people that live in the United States. So that's like 11.5%, right? So, yeah. um, uh, if you do that times 350 million. Yeah, I mean, that's still, I don't, I, I'm, I, I don't know the math that I'm trying to do to figure this out, but. What are you trying to figure out? Like, how many, oh, so what? It, what is, what, I guess, what is 11.5% in as a fraction? Because that yeah. would be like one in, call it eight people, right? Or one in one in nine people live in California in this country, right? Like that sort of ratio. So that you would think population wise, if one in, let's go, let's use a smaller number. Well, let's so say it, one so in eight, one would... in eight people in the, that live in the United States live in California you would think it would be somewhat similar if you have you know the 10 biggest powerballs of all time to hit one in 8 roughly might be in california not 50% cuz it's the top 4 and then it was the 7th or 8th so it's 5 5 out of the 10 largest ever so 50% of the 10 biggest powerballs ever to hit were hit in California which is interesting it's just like one of those fun conspiracies right because it's like oh so the the government gets that money but they get a good chunk of it yeah yeah right because California's fucking taxes are so high I like that one yeah So although so here so here's a flaw though here's a flaw 
because the federal tax rate is independent of what state you're in. Right. So for there to be a nationwide conspiracy, the nation would have to. Well, they're saying like, and this is where it gets. So this even comes more... out of like the California lottery or California gaming or whatever it is. Well, no, it becomes even more goofy because they say it's all to fucking promote um, Gavin Newsom's policies and like policy, like left wing policies, because California is probably the bluest st- state in the country, right? It's up there with New York. So like these people are like, oh, well, you're giving all of that money to the state and the state government so that they can reinforce their policies and have shitty politics that get covered up by like lottery winning money. Dude, like I I read a lot of fucking It's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I I went down a rabbit hole on the fucking Twitter comments on some of these. Um, but it's like because people are claiming like without the lottery money in winnings that they've collected over the last six, seven years, like the state would have gone bankrupt because their their political policies are so bad. The state that has the fifth, sixth the highest fifth largest or sixth largest fucking economy in the in, in the, the world. World. Yeah. Yeah. You I had, had me for a while. I didn't say I believe you had you. me for a yeah. while. <laughs> you don't have me anymore. Well, that's the thing. It's, isn't that the thing with all conspiracy theories is like on the surface. <laughs> you had me in the sounds, first half. Yeah, yeah, you had me in the first half. Like on the surface, it sounds like one of those things that it's like, okay, all right. I see where you're going with this. But then it always takes like a goofy turn. Well, no, it's and just it's like, one thing where it's like I'm sitting here. I'm going, wait a minute. If we're going to talk about this being like a nationwide type of thing nationwide doesn't benefit because right. the federal government gets its tax like percentage is independent of where right. the person lives right the state of california pulls um whatever you know whatever 40 income. something percent so then you'd have to look at like how is california rigging the lottery and like, yeah. what would what what is California doing so special to? I'm, it's almost like bidding on the Olympics. Like, so how, what are, what are they doing? Like, how are they getting the bids for the Powerball winner? Right. Right. And it's like if like if they're spending money to pay off other people to then receive money. Like, what? It doesn't. Yeah. Stops making sense. Yeah. Or it's it stop even like for whatever percent plausible you thought it might be <laughs> 10 percent plausible whatever yeah. it then it gets shot out the window because oh wait doesn't work like that right but right but it sounds good to people that'll just be like fuck california yeah they're like oh yeah it's all a conspiracy yeah man. you're right california is uh california's rigging the lottery <laughs> yeah yeah it's all to support gavin newsom well, that's the other part too. Is what was Gavin Newsom doing in 2017 when one of those was hit? Yeah. Well, I think he was still governor. Was he? How long yeah. can you be governor? Eight years. Oh, it's only been six years. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like tw- I don't know why I thought 2017 was so long ago for a second. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then like what happened on that split? Tennessee like fucked everything up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh no, the, the real the real conspiracy is guys will tell you, well, no, you have to make it look you have to make it look good. Well, oh well, you know, Tennessee's building that new stadium now. So where do you think they yeah. got the money from? <laughs> yeah. 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 In 2017, they took whatever, you know, whatever the tax rate was. And then, you know, they invested that in compound interest. And now they have a new stadium. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like something goofy where like, oh, that year is when Tennessee decided to increase their their state income tax. <laughs> you know, they went from 4.2% to 4.8%. And that was the year that they won the fucking Powerball. It's something like something goofy like that. Oh, wait for it. If uh, if there's another high one that comes through and uh, if it, the winner's in Massachusetts, it will be like, oh, see, the millionaire tax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. That's a good point. Uh, see, it's the extra 4%. Yeah. Yeah. There are people out there, I think this comes from Bernie Sanders, um, that are proposing that every dollar made over a billion dollars should be taxed at a hundred percent. So like you're effectively, you're capping people at making a billion dollars a year, which is absurd. Like that's dumb. So bad idea. Here's the other thing too. People who believe that shit are fucking assholes. Yes. People who make that much money, that much. Yeah. They'll find a way to make sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that their net taxable income right. is $1 billion exactly. Exactly. Yes, they will. Because they can afford bookkeepers and accountants. To They'll make find a way, fucking... whether it's a foundation, yeah. an LLC, a property, they will find a fucking way. Don't you yep. fucking doubt that. Yep. Yep. So... Yeah, it's just it's one of those fun ones. It's interesting, but yeah, I like that. But yeah, the bill the billion dollar tax is fucking stupid. That's the dumbest thing ever. Because it's like what it comes down to at the end of the day, too, is like in theory it could be a good idea, but the government sucks. Like I don't trust the government to use that money in a way that will actually benefit literally anybody. Because if the government got all of that money. What do you think is going to happen? People's salaries are just going to increase. Like they're not going to actually use that money to like build roads and like pay teachers and do build new schools like they say they will on the campaign trail. Oh yeah, no, we're going to raise teachers' salaries, or whatever. It's like, oh yeah, are you really? Like they don't do shit like that. Don't do anything. We've talked about that on the show before, I think, where it's like if I could sit there and choose, like if there was as tedious as it would be. If there was like an end of year tax form where I could decide where my tax dollars go, like that would be way fucking better. Like, so I bet you so many people would actually take the time to do that. And I would do it. It would phase out bullshit fucking programs that don't need to be there because most people would take a look at that and be like, I'm not giving my tax dollars to that bullshit. Fuck that. And then those programs would go away. Do you think there's anyone, and I don't know what the threshold would be, like I don't know how much money you have to make, but just for, let's just use very, very simple math. Let's say someone makes 400000 a year, so their taxable income is 25%. Again, that probably isn't correct, but let's just use it for yeah. easy math because then the math is 100 k Right. So if someone looks at it and just goes, 
all right, well, what's the amount of math that I need to do this to be correct? And I'll just donate that hundred K to whatever cause I like. Yeah. And then use that to almost get their taxable income to zero. Now, again, there's no factor that really does that. Right. Um, but I bet you there's some people because you need because in order to do that, you need to make a certain amount like. Well, that's what these people do, like like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, like everyone thinks that Bill Gates is like a, an amazing person and a great philanthropist. Oh, he gives so much money to all these charities. Yeah, he does. But the reason why he does isn't because he's a good person. It's because exactly what you just said, by him giving to charities, it reduces his taxable number. So he has to pay less taxes. So he's effectively choosing where his money is going to go. He'll give $20 million to some stupid fucking philanthropy that's trying to figure out how to plant corn in Ohio because he buys up all of the fucking farmland. He's the biggest farmland owner in the country. You know what I mean? Like it's it's shit like that. Like he'll do that. People are like, oh, Bill Gates, he's such a great guy. Look at how much money. He, he donated $50 million to charities last year. Like what a good guy. No. He did that so he doesn't have to pay taxes on that money. <laughs> he's not a fucking, he's not a good guy. <laughs> he's just smart. He's a good businessman. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta find a way to expose some of that stuff. Because <laughs> it's not tax evasion, because it's all legal. Right. Yeah, I gotta work on that one. Yeah. I gotta start making more money first. <laughs> I gotta no I gotta make even, more money can, so that I, I think can afford can, to give it away. I think it can happen on a smaller on a smaller scale. Um, I just get I get tripped up too because of the way I the way I get paid is weird. So right, some of right. it and I, I'm sorry, the way I get taxed is weird. Yeah. Um yeah. I have to figure that one out. Yeah. The human fund, money for people. <laughs> yeah, the best is like you create a fucking charity and then you give your own money to that charity. Which I think is partially what happens with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Like, I think he gives his money to that foundation. Dude, I told you. I mean, I, I assume well, it's, the, it's the Walpole Express. Yeah, like, I, I would say I assume I've I've said this. Like, it's all legal, and actually, so like the way it works. Again, it's all legal, and the foundation actually, like, I believe the foundation actually accomplishes its goal. So it's like it kind of is a win-win for everybody. Like, cause ultimately that's the thing is like people are like, well, it's kind of scummy to like, you know, donate money to your own foundation, whatever. But it's like, but if the foundation does what it's supposed to, right. Then it's a lot less scummy. Right. Right. And then the only person, cause the only person you're screwing, if in the, this is the big, if the foundation's got to be correct, like it's got to actually do whatever. Right. So it's like, you know, um, if you create a foundation that is, uh, it's going to, um, help, I'm trying to, uh, dude, this is so bad. I'm like, so, uh, cause I'm, I'm not trying, like, I don't want like, I don't want a charity that goes to like cancer research. Right. Cause yeah. you can't track that. And it's like, if you're donating to cancer research inherently, like 
you got to buy lab equipment. You have to pay rent on a building. Like, that's what I mean. It's like, so right. it's like the money doesn't all go to that. So like, let's just say you do something like on a small scale and it's like your foundation is going to um, build homes for homeless raccoons. Why? That's like the worst. That's probably worse fucking example than my fucking cancer one. <laughs> let's say, let's say you're gonna start a school, right? Let you're gonna start a school, and it's gonna be for um, underprivileged kids in Akron, Ohio, like LeBron James. <laughs> that his I was gonna school say is kids, like kids going out are, of business. I was gonna say kids with like a disability, like a specific disability, like yeah, whatever. Yeah. So all the money goes to their education, the services they need, the therapies, the specialists, whatever. And they leave with a high school degree that they can be proud of. And then if they are of correct abilities, they can apply to colleges and they can go to college and whatever. Right. In your money, your foundation, a hundred percent funds this thing. And you put all of the money that you taxable, whatever into that. I don't see anything wrong with that because the only person that gets harmed is the government and fuck right. them. Right. Yeah, exactly. Cause like no one like, cause that's the thing is like the money's going to the correct place. Now, some of these foundations, they don't do what they're supposed to do. I mean, I'm only talking about a few of them, like, or it's like, again, they like, um, like there's some donations where all they do is donate to other foundations. Like, so they just keep like spinning it around themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like these 10 donations, like companies or like 10, foundations they just donate to each other so it's yeah. like the same money just keeps spinning around right, right. but it's all untapped what it's a fucking like it's that shit is stupid that's sketchy but it, but it's again someone usually benefits at the end of it yeah and that's yeah. the thing is like, as long as someone is benefiting at the end of it then it's fine in my opinion but yeah i mean again i don't know what that number is because you can't just donate it all right because you still do get taxed. Yeah, like there's some There's a number you got to figure out yeah. like you got to figure out the your your um your deduction shit like that. Well, that was it's similar to our buddy uh who was the state trooper that used to work tons of overtime and he figured out that in the state of Massachusetts you only need should work or enough to make $140,000 a year. And after $140,000, like the tax, like the amount of tax you pay on whatever, it's not worth it. Yeah. So then like, you probably have to, it, like, if you can't do one, like, so if you're going to do 145 or it's like 140 is better than 145 before you get to like, again, right. making up numbers two and a quarter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if you're going to make 145, like you better off working more and making 210, right? Like, yeah. or working less and just and making take, taking one, home 135. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what he used to do. He used to tell me that. I'm sure he said it to you too. Like he would take, because he would take details all the time and he would know, like, okay, when I get to this number, I'm done. done. I'm not going to take any more details. <laughs> I'm just going to work my hours for the rest of the year and I'm all set because he did the math or he had an accountant do the math for him. That was like, dude, like if you, if you work and make $156,000 a year, you earn less money than if you work to make $135,000 a year. Like it's just, it's one of those things that how it worked out. 
And I don't, I don't remember specifically if 140 was the number. I Whatever. think it was, but I, there's it, always a number. It's all, it's all made up. Yeah, there's a number out there. It exists. It's a thing. So, uh, on that note, uh, you want to wrap this bitch up? Yep. So, I sent you and Jones the video of someone making a chicken parm with pesto yes. on it by sandwich, and. I sent you guys the exact separately, but I sent you the exact same thing. And I've seen it a few times, like the chicken parm, you know, take like one side of the sub, you put the pesto on top, then you make your chicken parm, put that on the bottom, melt the cheese. And then, you know, you have pesto chicken parm seems right. simple enough. Right. And my thoughts on the matter, cause I've seen it a few times and I've also seen some dishes where they like in the pan, they make um, like a regular red pasta sauce and then they add pesto to it. Okay. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. But I'm like, it just doesn't like, I don't know. It seems weird because like pesto's good in like the marinara is good. We'll just call it a marinara again, whatever, pomodoro, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Right. They're both good, but it's like, does combining them make either of them better? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know that it does, right? Or doesn't. Um. So today, I decided at the grocery store, we're fucking doing it. I kind of want a chicken parm. I'll get the pesto. Done deal. So my methods were, I made like I I made like a quick red, uh, quick red sauce. Made the chicken parm myself. Bought the pesto. Didn't didn't make yeah, the pesto. Yeah, homemade pesto was fucking pain in the ass. Honestly, so actually, the, the biggest issue I've noticed with homemade pesto is it just doesn't stay. So it's like, yeah, you always make too much of it. Right. It's a pain in the ass to clean up. Well, yeah, that's what I like. Like you got to clean the fucking blender of all like, yeah. the pine the pine nuts and the basil and the fucking. Yeah, it's but, it's yeah. a pain in the ass to clean. Yeah, but. I've just always noticed like you always make so much and it's like you only need like a couple tablespoons. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's just a waste. Um so I bought that and um so Michaela had something Michaela had it too. What I noticed was like the 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 pesto just like doesn't did not come through really. So I, I, again, I just took a knife and I did like one normal layer of pesto on the top. Right. And it's like, yeah, you can notice it's there, but like it, it didn't really come through. Yeah. So I'm almost like, I'm almost looking at it. Like, I think the pesto is extraneous. Like it, it just, it's not enough to get through provolone, the chicken and the sauce. Like I think I just. Yeah, like it's not that like it doesn't mix. So I was I was curious. I'm like, does it even mix? Right. But it's not even that. Again, it's just it doesn't just doesn't come through. Or yeah. at least again, I didn't. But it's like I also didn't really want to throw like a whole lot more on there. Yeah, because then, like, what are we doing here? Then it's just overwhelming, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was my uh, my kind of thoughts on the matter. So. Anyway, 
Um, probably would not put that again. The pesto just doesn't seem like it, it doesn't take away. It just doesn't seem like it's doing a lot either. Right. Um, what I did do was because I had two chicken breasts and only one of, cause one was bigger than the other. Like I was, I don't know why I thought they would be like symmetrical, but <laughs> one was like way bigger than the other and it fit perfectly in the, the the loaf because i didn't even get like a sub roll i bought like a loaf of fucking sourdough yeah <laughs> um so on the other chicken breast that i had fried i did you know i put the sauce on i put some pepperoni on then i put the cheese on and i threw it in just to melt it whatever the pepperoni might be something interesting so the chick i would say the chicken parm with pepperoni actually enhances the sandwich whereas the pesto just kind of just gets lost just didn't do bit. much yeah, yeah it didn't really do a whole lot yeah huh yeah i mean i guess i can see that though with the pepperoni because pepperoni is fucking delicious yeah but I, yeah and that's the thing with like i was like curious about the pesto i'm like is this gonna like what like what is gonna happen here turns out it just kind of got drowned out yeah drowned, drowned out yeah Interesting. Well, so is that. Now you can say you tried it. Yeah. Now I'll see fucking 45 videos of it being like, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to do it, especially yeah, if you make the it. pest, especially if you hand do the pesto. Yeah. It's a lot of cleaning for not a lot of reward. You know what that actually makes me think of? And um, you will for sure be in Medford before I will. I don't, I mean, I literally have no idea when the next time I'll ever be back in Medford is. Um, but the next time you're there, if it's a uh, normal time, you should try and check out the mortadella head, um, the old espressos in South Bedford by Tufts. Oh, oh yeah, on the hillside. Yeah, I follow them on Instagram, and it looks fucking incredible. Wait, that's in Medford? Yeah. The mortadella head fucking... Oh. Pizzeria I thought, you, I, thought you, I thought you sent me whatever. I have I have sent some things I from thought, them before. I thought it was in Somerville. Well, yeah, I mean it's Do they have multiple? It's Tufts. It's right there. They probably say Somerville, but Yeah, but the old espressos isn't Somerville. Yeah. Does it actually say place? Somerville? Because I'm I was like 90% sure it was the old espressos. Uh, um, where send me too much stuff <laughs> where the fuck it's just called mortadella head that's a bad name yeah should have been spec head <laughs> <laughs> oh dude if you had spec uh oh, okay oh it's in davis square yeah i was just, i just looked up the uh the website Maybe they moved because I could have sworn um, that it was the old espressos. Or maybe I found that maybe it was a different restaurant that I'm just getting confused with. That could also be, uh, that could very well be a thing. Well, one thing I can almost assure you of is I'm 
I'm fairly certain you won't catch me in fucking Davis Square. I never like I never minded Davis Square. It's just like what a fucking disaster. There's nowhere to park. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a peenies now, according to Google Maps. The old uh the old espressos, espressos is a peenies. I wonder if it moved because it was on Winthrop Street, like just further down. By what, what uh, peenies? Yeah, no, what that's Main Street, right? It was down by the police station. No, that was that was peenies. Mm, no, peenies used to be um near like on the hill tavern in Somerville. Oh, maybe there was multiple. Because it was, you know, the uh, the Dunkin' Donuts that's right there across the street, kind of from the police station where like the road forks to go Mystic Ave and Main yeah, Street. Yeah, so, so there was, it was literally across, across the street from the that corner. Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I think that was Peenies. And the guy got, that was, uh, that was Pinkies. Oh. Because the guy yeah. got in trouble for like. You're um, right. You're right. Before weed was legal, whoever owned that got in a shitload of trouble for uh, selling weed, <laughs> for smuggling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It was Pinky's Pizza. Not great. Yeah. So Peenies wasn't Somerville, so it moved over to uh, to the old espressos. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I was like, I but I have no reason to ever go back to Medford at this point. So. Um, all right. So my final thought is I actually, I know it's my final thought, but it's, uh, it's going to involve you and you had your first, uh, hibachi experience last night. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so we went out and, uh, we went to hibachi spot in North Attleboro and it was great. It was actually, the food was really good. Uh, shout out to uh, Shogun on uh, Route 1 in fucking North Attleboro. Um, but it, it, it's funny <laughs> because so it was the four of us, right? And there was like two, there was an old couple, an older couple. They're probably like in their 70s. Um, a man and a woman that was like sitting in like our little area. Um, so it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a raucous fucking table, but you could see that the other places, the other tables around in the hibachi spot were like the, the campy fucking white people like, oh my God, look what he's doing with the spatula is he's flipping an egg on the spatula. Whoa. And they're like clapping and wooing and like. Oh my God, this is amazing. Incredible. And it's like, that's, I think it's funny because that's like the typical hibachi experience, right? Like that's what people do. Like, I think it's hilarious again, because it's white people going to like this fucking restaurant where an Asian guy who like most of the time doesn't speak great English does the whole like, ha ha ha. Yeah. And like, flips the spatula and does all kinds of crazy shit. Right. And they, they cling the spatulas on the, on the fucking the flat top and they spin them and they do tricks and stuff. And all the white people sit there and they clap. 
right? And they go, yay. And it's like, we were just kind of there to like hang out, have a good time, have a couple of drinks and like eat some good food. And I don't know. I just, I kind of want to get your thoughts on like the whole hibachi thing. Cause again, it was your first time. Yeah. I mean, the food was good. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't like, don't get me wrong. Like the fried rice, like that he did right then and there, it was really good. Like I've never had, like every time I've had fried rice, it's like, that was probably sitting somewhere for a while. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, to have it just like come right to you. I definitely like that. But yeah, I mean, I was even like, I'm like, because going into it, I was like, oh, they usually do like the sake and they squirt it in your face. And it's like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't need sake. Yeah, yeah. Never mind if it's a, like out of a squirt bottle and you're just firing it down. It's like, what did that bottle cost you? Three seventy five. Right, right. Like it's not going to be good. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Then even like when he was like flipping the zucchini at us, I'm like, bro, I'm not going to catch this. I'm on my second <laughs> mai tai. Like, <laughs> even if I was a hundred percent, I'm probably not catching this in my mouth. Like, yeah, yeah. You expect me to fucking track a piece of zucchini? Like, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's fine. But like, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna be... I'm not gonna be sitting there, like, clapping, like, wow! Yeah, oh my god! Wow, he's moving those spatulas so fast. It's like, yeah, but can you cook that fucking ribeye right? Like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or is like, yeah, is like, is that shrimp going to taste good? Because like, that's, yeah, I'm what, here I'm, that's eat, what I'm more like. I'm not here to like be entertained by. Yeah. And I'm like, well, first of all, we we, we checked the first box. So the Mai Tai was OK. Yeah. Because that's like that's another thing. It's like you get a Mai Tai. Sometimes they taste like shit. Right. Right. So it's like, OK, the Mai Tai is good. We're good here. Yep. But yeah. I mean, I don't. It It's. uh, I would. Do it again, but I'm not going to pretend it's something it's not. Right. Right. So I would do – and the reason I would do it again is because I actually thought that the food was quite good. Like yeah, better than I would expect or better than – like. but again, I've never done hibachi. So it's like it's better than a stir fry that I've had before. Um, It's generally kind of better than the Chinese food that you get served. Right, because it's they literally cook it right there, like right in front of you. So it's like, like it doesn't get any fresher than that. Yeah, so it's like I I did like that aspect to it, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't need, I don't need the sake. I don't need. Yeah, I don't need the theatrics, right? Like, yeah. like he was he tried at first, but I think he figured out that like you read the room. Yeah, we were just there to like hang out, right? Yeah. Like we weren't there for like to fucking celebrate yeah, watch whatever every fucking hibachi and... culture, right? Like, I'm not there to be mesmerized by you flipping a spatula. No, because I know it's like, it's all fucking like, wow, he's moving that thing so fast. It's like, yeah, but he hasn't cooked anything yet. So it's yeah. like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he did the the onion volcano with the 151, like he lights it on fire and, you know, he does the fucking, uh, he does like the smiley face with the oil and lights that on fire and it's like, all right, cool, like, about this food right yeah. like it's yeah. yeah yeah how good is the food gonna be yeah 
And that's what it's got. That's what it's got to be for me. It's like if the food's no good, then waste the time. Right. Right. So, yeah, I mean, luckily, like you said, the food was good. The Mai Tais were good. Um, Other than that, I could kill us. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I don't I don't. Need yeah. I mean, the again, fucking... the, the big the biggest appeal for me is it's cooked right then and there. Like, right. That part I like, because then I know, like, I know what the food. Yeah. Like is. you said, you're not getting uh, you're not getting fried rice that got scooped out of a fucking container that was made yesterday. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah, like because that because that was the thing. That was the big thing I noticed is that fried rice tasted like really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. definitely not the same as like eat because like again like i don't eat at chinese places a lot um but again i don't know how much, i don't know how often people go out to chinese restaurants and eat at the restaurant i don't know how often that happens yeah i don't i, I, I genuinely i'm not saying like i like i'm not saying like i'm skeptical because people don't do it i go i genuinely don't know but like like my well, family he goes to every Monday, every, every Sunday. Nobody he picks up. That's what I mean. Oh like, yeah. Oh, to like sit at, I mean, yeah. sit down. That's true. That's true. Um, but like my family did that for holidays for a while. So, um, but yeah, I've never had fried rice that came out like the fried rice I had yesterday. Yeah. And then never mind like the shrimp, like the shrimp I got was good. Yep. Steak was, I mean, it was good. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's like, yeah. I'm not going to. Again, I'm not gonna pretend that's something it's not either. Right, right. It's New York strip. It was like good. It's a, it's a strip steak. It was good. Yeah. yeah, it was a strip steak. It was seasoned cubed. well. Like, it was a, yeah, yeah, cubed up. Like, yeah. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was good. I mean, I would do it again. Not price. I wouldn't do it like six times a year but yeah yeah like i'm not like next week like oh we gotta go back yeah gotta go again yeah or it's like one I'm, of those I'm, I'm only eating chinese food hibachi style yeah from now on. <laughs> yeah, <No>. yeah. <laughs> but it's like one of those where like you know you go maybe like four five six months and you're like you know what like i think i could kind of go for hibachi right it's like one of those things where like every five six months you're like i could i think i could do that yeah or if it's like if you do have a group of probably need what yeah six you probably need six so it's like if six of you were like yeah do you want to go there's a decent pl- like for for like you guys like near you it's like do this right. a decent place and what did it take us seven minutes to drive there yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like it's right up the street it's not bad and we can all sit there like whatever yeah like, okay yeah and if you guys are into it you can do the whole like white people camping yeah thing. you can do the sake stuff i'm yeah. good yeah, I'm just there to like eat good food and like. Have I'd rather drink time. four mai tais than have fucking sake shot down my throat. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yes. Yep. I feel like shit the next day. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, hibachi is cool. Like I said, again, shout out Shogun North Attleboro. If anyone watches or listens, that's in that area, uh, gets the stamp of approval. Um. And they 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 get it right. Like the chefs get it. Like you said, they read the room because I think the same the same chef was like over at a different table after. Yeah, he was finished. doing it. He had the gun and like... he was doing the whole like hey, yeah, like woohoo, and everyone's fucking cheering and clapping and doing the whole white people thing, right? And it's like, yeah, man, like a that's cool. Like that's impressive, right? Like you spun the fucking spatula and you caught the egg. You threw the egg in the air and you caught it on the spatula. Like, well, it's just, again, it's it's like. You you know a good 
hibachi chef when they can figure out how this group of people right you need how you need to interact with this group it's like any entertainer dude like right it's the same right. thing right they just happen to be able to cook but you got to know what's in front of you and it's yeah. like looking at the four of us and then the two old people he's probably like you know what i'm not because we were like pretty heavily engaged in conversation the entire time yeah just between the four of us yeah but then when you have like when you got kids and you have families and it's like, yeah, go, cool. can you do the, one? Hi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You start getting requests for shit. Like, yeah. 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 Or you get the, Oh, it's this person's birthday. And then they do like a whole big fucking birthday thing on the, the hibachi or whatever. And it's like, yeah. Okay. I get it. <laughs> so, that uh, is going to do it for us. Uh, so thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, don't forget to subscribe. Click that button up top. Uh, click the thumbs up down below. Uh, tell everybody you know about the show. Help spread the word. Um, subscribe also if you're an audio-only listener. Uh, if you happen to use Spotify or iTunes uh, to listen to this, you can also leave us a review and five stars. So go do that, please, and thank you. Uh, much appreciated. Um, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook is sarcasm speaks website, sarcasm speaks.com. Uh, you go to the merch store, buy some of our merch. Uh, you can get that through the link in our Instagram bio, uh, for the merch store. Um, what else we got here? Oh, shout out to mybookie.com. Uh, use the promo code sarcasm pod when you sign up. Uh, and they will double your first deposit up to $1,000 over there. Uh, and then we also have Noon Brew. Uh, shout out to them. I was drinking them again earlier, as I always do. Uh, great uh, nighttime sleep tea, whatever you want to call it. Um, magnesium supplement, whatever. Um, go to noonbrew.com. Uh, use the promo code in the show notes. And that will save you 10% off your order every single time you check out over there. Uh, and then lastly, we have the ice pod. Uh, so you go to the podcompany.com, use the promo code below, and you will get $10 off your purchase plus free shipping over there. So uh, that's it for us. So until next time, good night, everybody. 